Shopify affiliate commission, $585 for one transaction. That's the biggest affiliate commission I've ever gotten, ever, period. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Business Academy podcast with your hosts, Ron and George, where we talk about YouTube automation, how to make money on YouTube without showing your face or making any of the videos yourself. But also we talk about how to make money online in general, affiliate marketing, all that good jazz. So if you are the kind of person who is interested in how to make money online, you have a job, it's okay, it's paying the bills, but you think that you're made for more, there's a little bit more in life for you to explore and you would like to have that freedom, but you understand that one thing that is keeping you from that is money, passive income, online money, then you, my friend, have come to the right place. Sit back, relax, or maybe you're at your work. That's also cool. Tune in and let's have this conversation together with my dear friend, Ron, and also who happens to be a host. Ron! Am I the host? Okay. <laughs> oh, co-host. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I, I was thinking already. Yeah, uh, everything well. You didn't even ask me. Yeah. Normally always Because ask. I'm just I'm just I'm just knowing that you had such a great weekend, dude, that you just sent it hard. Yeah, if you maybe uh, hear my voice, maybe it sounds a little bit different, I don't know, but it's a little bit uh how do you call it? I don't know, I was screaming a little bit, a little bit too much this weekend. Let's say I had a fun weekend with my friends. Uh, that's basically it. So uh, Ron, Ron, I had a lot Ron of was fun. An ape. Yeah, we made some weird noises, like you know how uh, men together, like with fourteen people, uh, they can act with a couple of beers. If you, you, know, if you not... put fourteen boys <laughs> together and give them some beers, and then you expose them to females. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's skip the details, George. I still uh, like maybe normal people are listening to this as well. No, but uh, good news is though uh youtube revenue <laughs> just came in so okay well well what while i was in uh away how with, was uh, november boys so that's uh november was a slight increase compared to previous month around 250 dollars i think um the reason why it didn't increase as much was the frequency of the uploads went down a little as i said in previous podcast episodes i wanted to focus a lot on quality hiring a video editor green screen and the results of it was like less video uploads and maybe a little bit uncomfortable like i said in a previous episode mm -hmm. so i'm back at 60 videos per month again like bam 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 um so i i'm expecting the revenue to increase a little bit more um like this month and i think december will also have a little bit higher rpm but not sure like maybe with the maybe. with christmas and that kind of stuff but by, by the way also less people will be on youtube like the last 10 days or like last week of December, I think. Yeah. Because people are with their family mm -hmm. uh, celebrating. So yeah, we'll see what the end of the month brings, but still like an increase with about $250 a month. So that's nice. Um, not much affiliate commissions coming in, um, but still like once in a while, like a Shopify, Shopify commission will uh, is hitting basically, mm -hmm. which is a nice extra. So um, I had something else. Yeah, I got my Spanish channel today. I basically bought a monetized channel and i got access to the channel today and like the next week will be fully transferred but i can already start uploading so i will also keep you guys posted on that like how those spanish videos will uh, will go mm. um that's basically it how about you uh, george you're back home so uh, you must feel uh, very comfortable oh man i am back home from spain it feels good to be back in the routine and it's like it's not easy to be back in the routine but it feels good like yeah. today was hard what's man. not what's what yeah what's the most difficult oh, uh part, it's just it's just getting into it from like 
all of the partying, all of the, you know, substances that I was <laughs> I, uh, putting into. I've seen those substances as well. Putting, <laughs> in, lot of substances. putting into my body, you know, so it's, it's like, it takes like a couple of days to basically purify myself, get the devil out and, yeah. and then uh, do it. But yeah, it's good. Um, woke up today, 6.30, 6.45, bam, send it to the lake. It's freezing. It's minus 11 degrees here yeah, in Finland. Solid uh yeah after that try to warm up really hard to do that three layers of socks man at home at home don't you, don't you where's your heat like yeah it's not working your heating system Dude, or like yeah. uh... don't ask me everything is working it's just everything is cold like anyway so it's good um uh, hit the gym did some good work productive feeling good like overall just feeling good like it feels I like the I like the saying work hard play hard right if you work yeah. hard and you like persevere through the pain and you find joy and enjoyment in like the waking up early it doesn't feel good but you have like a purpose you have an idea in mind for what you're working for you know then by the end of the day or like by the mi middle of the day you feel good about yourself yeah I woke up early yeah. yeah I did I did go to the cold like uh water yeah I did go to the gym like it feels good you know so and then of course those things if you if you fall in love with doing the hard things eventually these hard things lead to like success you know and then when you yeah. and then when you do have some kind of success you can then do what you can party you can you can Kill. play yeah. and when you have money you can go hard <laughs> yeah, exactly you can party how, however you like basically yeah but it's, it's also nice to know of yourself that you can do the hard thing basically so if something will happen in life that you are challenged yeah. or you need to overcome something you know like i've done difficult things in the past so this will be fine as well yeah 100 percent. in terms of uh revenue business wise my main channel uh cpm slash rpm is still not great it's still down um so i'm waiting for lower or the same as before no it was the same like it's the, the same as before right. so it's not going crazy right. down but like it's it's pretty down in comparison to what it was in like uh september for example but yeah. uh second channel has recovered like i like i said in the previous pod uh, it's growing i have now stopped uploading on the main one uh, because i just want to give it time to recover and i have now told my guy to start uploading onto the second channel and that's growing i think i'm already up by like 500 views since the last time i was uh, doing it so it's pretty straightforward i mean once you have the system going on it's like you plug and play the keywords and then yeah. stuff gets happened somewhere like on the channel i just occasionally kind of look in and i'm like all right if views are if views are growing great if money is growing great that's all i basically i want to see it's not it's not fast but that's the trajectory right that's what we've been talking about you know, it takes time to rank. It takes time for the videos to, for the people to find the videos helpful. And then when they do, yep. they're going to get pushed up to the higher ranks in search, basically. Yeah. And talking about YouTube, like maybe we should just give a small uh, sneak peek what we are up to, like with the long form videos. Do you think it's the right time to share? Like the, the more information basically will come on YouTube as well about search? Yeah. 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 You know, Ron and I, we've been working a little bit like behind the scenes on how we can basically provide more value to you guys. I mean, for those of you who like listen to the podcast, maybe you're just tuning in, maybe you've been listening for a while. Like, you know, we talk a lot about different things, YouTube and business and kind of the mindset stuff and the motivation and all of that, right? And it's great, yeah. but sometimes you want to feel maybe like, okay, give me the 
10, 12 minute video where you're going to only talk about that specific thing, right? So that's kind of the idea behind it. So we are now working with a couple of people who are going to help us uh, create long form videos on YouTube to provide you guys with more value. And I'm also working on a video training where I'm going to reveal everything, everything. I've seen a preview and he's not lying. Guys, I promise you, like, I will give away everything. I don't care. I'm going to give away everything I know. My goal for this video training, hopefully it will be up by next week. So whatever you're listening, maybe it's already up most likely. Anyway, the point of this video, my goal with this video training is that if you watch it, you're going to have all the knowledge, all the strategies, all the tools you need to go ahead and start a YouTube channel that you can grow to 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 per month, right? You don't even need our help if you don't want to. That's the objective. And then for those of you who do want to get help with the implementation, of course, you're welcome to reach out to Ron and myself, and then we'll talk from there, okay? But that's basically the objective. So yeah, that's a little bit um, about the long-term business. Yeah, the, the objective is basically, especially for that training, is, is like providing value. and. We've seen a shift also on the, on the YouTube platform. I think I was listening to a podcast about the manager of, of Mr. Beast or something. Yeah. Um, I think he was in Strike It Hard podcast or something. Okay. And he was basically seeing like eh, the whole beastification happened like the last four years, maybe mm -hmm. like when Mr. Beast really became big. Everyone is like over polishing every video yeah. with every like a new cut every one to two seconds. And he also said like Mr. Beast is now slowly trying yeah. to uh have more storytelling and basically have a lower pacing of videos and you can see people on youtube blowing up as well with like very raw content like i do go to the gym a lot myself so i got like recommended the guy sam sulik maybe you've heard of it mm -hmm. like that guy is just i think he grew to like two and a half million subscribers right now in like six months yeah. seven months and the only thing he's doing is like he's bringing his tripod his camera to the gym and he also films while in a car and he just films his his workout while also doing the commentary and that's it like there's no cuts yeah. all, almost no cuts it's super super raw yeah. and people engage with it like crazy so i think we are seeing a change like in general on youtube like everything should be is more becoming value based which is i think nice yeah because you know we we've also you and i've talked about this before is that this whole culture <laughs> on youtube is like a living thing right so you need yeah. to be able to adapt to it, but also see the, the trends that are happening before anyone starts talking about them and before anyone starts making them yeah. uh, super, super big and, and apparent, right? So like, as you said, this raw content is kind of just focusing on value. Like, okay, I love a Mr. Beast video, right? I love like a super polished yeah. sometimes. I love to go to a movie sometime and watch it, right? But at the same time, sometimes I like to see something super raw, unpolished, like straight up emotion, right? That's also great. And I feel like you said, we are having a little bit more of this transition to that shift. And like you said, with the latest Mr. Beast videos, like he's doing that as well. You know, he's zooming in onto like the awkward emotion on the face. He's adding yeah, yeah, more, yeah. He, his videos became much longer lately. It's like 20, the last video was like 21 minute or something. Yeah, but I wonder like how how did, how, how did it happen? Like maybe the past four years people are being overstimulated maybe and looking for the real human connection or something? I think like so. It's too... yeah. yeah, I think, I think, I, so think well. I think people are looking for authenticity. Um, yeah. And, the best way that they can get authentic authenticity is with someone who is just 
turn on the camera. All right, guys, going to the gym, going to work out my triceps. All right, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, like for, for By the way, for you guys listening and watching, like you probably don't know because I'm assuming that you're probably a little bit on the older side. Like when I mean older, I'm saying like you're probably over 30. And and most likely- you're also old, George. I am old. I'm getting there. Okay? Yeah, we're, all, we're, all, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. We're all going to die one day. Hey, but that's that's uh, okay, right? That's part of life. That's, yeah. that's why we do what we do because we need to survive and reproduce. Anyway, back to the point. This guy, his name is Sam Sulek. Okay, you can you can look at him, uh, check out his channel on YouTube. First off, this guy is massive. Okay, he takes all kinds of different <laughs> steroids yeah. and and all of that, right? But we're not going to go into that. What we're going to go into is talk about his approach and like why he's doing it, right? And the reason is because like he literally sits in the car, he puts on the camera. Like he turns it on and then he just starts talking like, yeah. oh, today I'm going to work out my biceps, right? Or today I'm going to do this. And then he records. And I've seen how people consume that content. They're kind of just like eating their meal and they're chilling with the guy. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so or on the treadmill, like when they're working out themselves. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. So, yeah. so imagine, imagine this, imagine someone is spending like an hour daily watching you. That's so yeah. powerful, man. I wonder like what his future steps will be as well. Like if you have such a strong audience, it's such a strong niche. Yeah. Same with Mr. Beast. Yeah. Like you can you can like easily attach like maybe your own company to it, mm -hmm. your own brand, your own product. Yeah. So I'm really curious if he's going to lean into that. For now, I think he I'm not sure if he does the work, still does the work, but he just paints the road like the for the, the stripes on the road yeah. for the cars. Yeah. That was his, his job, basically. Yeah. But I wonder if he in the future will launch his own products. I think he will probably, I don't know. But like then, then maybe the, gen, the feeling will be, become different yeah. because he will be look more commercial, yeah. basically. I, I was, when, when we were in Spain, when you left and, and, and everyone left, like I was with Hessel and I was asking him, because we were talking about this, right? And I was like, we were in the sauna in the Scandinavian gym. And I was like, is he monetizing his audience because he exploded like in in, in like or three no. or four months he grew from to like two or three million or something crazy like explosive yeah. growth uh and from what we know right now he's not monetizing his audience like at all in any way like he's i think he has some kind of a sponsorship with someone this company but it's just pure raw this guy like millions of people are watching him right he's getting hundred thousand views so I think what's very important for him as well is to think about how he's going to monetize his audience. Because if, yeah. for example, he does it in a wrong way, he can exactly. he can uh, stunt. It's a crypto coin. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> yeah, the best By one. By the way, you guys, Ron, Ron, Ron and I yes, are launching bro. this new crypto coin. Yeah, you guys should put all of your money there. <laughs> no, yeah. but like seriously, coin. <laughs> no, but seriously, like you know. If he does something wrong, it can stunt his audience. But like, what can he sell? And we came kind of to the conclusion that the best thing he would probably would sell is like merch, merchandise. Yeah, that's safe. It's a safe it's bet. It's a safe bet. You know, maybe he has some memes. Maybe he has some sayings that people are like, he's known for. Like people are like creating yeah, memes yeah. around that. So he can use that. But, you know, obviously he can't do any like coaching or education. I would do workout plans maybe. Like create a couple workout plans for different groups. Like it's he's, digital. He's giving away everything. He, yeah, okay. he That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. He holds nothing back. Yeah, but still people maybe want bite-sized like products like they're not gonna all watch maybe 
I don't know. We'll see. We will I see, but it will be very interesting to see how that develops. Mm. Um, is he going to stop growing? Is he not? Like, what is his plans? But it's very interesting to see this whole authentic trend happening right now. And you can also implement the same with like your search videos. Like in the end, search is also about giving the value and the information mm -hmm. and like being like honest with the viewer. Like the viewer is expecting a certain solution when you're making video tutorials. And I know like before or some people, they try to stretch the videos yeah. to eight minutes yeah. to get more money. Yeah. But I think like you can also implement it yourself on your channel, like just help the viewer the best way possible, the genuine yeah. way possible. and. They will also be more satisfied. They will feel that you're actually helping them in yeah. the, instead of trying to stretch it unnecessary. So I think you can like implement it like broader as well. Everything comes down to always like just service and help other people. That's it. That's where the money is made. Like, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I'll just repeat myself. Because when I was, it was like maybe five years ago, uh, I was searching and i was searching for answers to my questions right because i was like in the whole self-develop like i was i'm still am but like i was you know yeah. learning so much the meaning of life or like what no no no, no money money specifically right so i was I was, uh, I was i was like i didn't understand i was like what is money where does it come from why do certain people have more of it than others why do people get paid in the first place like why what what is this whole thing about right so then what happened was uh we uh, happened to go to amsterdam Right. And then I took the psychedelics, like the truffles. Right. And, and, and my intention was to go into the trip with, with the intention of like, okay, I want the universe to, to give me answers to the questions about money. Like, can I explore that? Right. And one thing I want to emphasize is that like, in my opinion, psychedelics work in a educational healing way only if you have put in the inputs into yourself, into your brain before, you're not going to get answers if you didn't get, if you didn't input anything before. So I use it as a therapy. I use it like once a year. So I study, I work, I do all these things. And then I always have something that I like, I'm hitting the wall against, right? Growing, scaling yeah. or something. And then that's when I go through like the whole kind of spiritual process. But anyway, the answer I got back then when I did when I did uh, truffle psychedelics was that money is the direct result of you helping other people. And I talked about the story. Like, imagine if you're dropped off in a most remote place, right? Somewhere in like a small village. There is nothing in the radius of like hundred kilometers. There is nothing. You can't go. It's it's a village. It's scorching hot. There's only hundred fifty people. They don't speak your language, right? nothing and and you and you have nothing on you You just have a piece of cloth over you right to cover your <laughs> your body so uh, <laughs> the question is how are you going to survive what are you going to do you need to survive yeah. in if in that basic primitive state the answer is very simple oh i'm just gonna go to the people who live in that in those conditions and i'm gonna basically say hey i'm trying to survive how can I help? I'm willing to offer you my service. I'm willing to do whatever I need to do. If you can give me water, food, shelter, that's it. Yeah. Now we've complicated a lot of the things in our, in today's world, because you know, we have technology and economies and 8 billion people. And it's so, everything is so huge, right? And we get overwhelmed easily, but if you boil it down to the basics, and that's what I always encourage everyone to do is just boil it down to the basics. And the basics is service to other people. That's it. Yeah. 
it makes a lot of sense. Like it's maybe not making money, but like more taking money, but not just taking it, but giving something in return, of course, like every money transaction, you need to give some value back to also receive it. So with everything, yeah, basically. you first need to give right? in order yeah. to receive. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So it makes a lot of sense. 100%. So I think that that's pretty interesting. And it was also like talking about the whole making money thing. Like you can do it, of course, in many, many ways, like we said mm -hmm. uh, in previous podcasts. And I, I think you said it before, like you're, you're taking, like you can't, there's like a saying of Einstein, I'm not, not, not sure if I'm saying it, saying it correctly, but you said before, like you're taking the mushrooms to reach like new heights or yeah. new insights. Mm -hmm. But the saying is like, you, you will always get what you have. Like if you keep the, if you think the same way you always do, you will also get what you always get yeah. or get yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's the saying. Maybe you know it's like I know you're the quote, quote yeah, guy more, but quoter. I think that's the saying a little bit. Yeah. Right? If you keep doing the same things, you're gonna keep getting the same results, basically. It's like a common saying. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically very important you you always try to 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 broaden your image and keep learning every single day. Mm. Uh, and that's why I also hope people are listening to this podcast. So yeah. Yeah. But I, I agree with what you said before, yeah. for sure. Talking about affiliates, a uh, crazy thing you guys happened. I would never expect this to, by the way, to happen. It's so crazy. Oh, yeah. I log into my um, impact.com. This is where Shopify affiliate is hosted. Yeah. Shopify affiliate commission, $585 for one transaction. So that's the biggest plan basically they got, that right? That is the biggest plan. That's the biggest affiliate commission I've ever gotten, ever, period. Yeah. It, now, crazy. it now makes sense, by the way, the Metix Media guy, Simon, like it now makes sense how he's able to do 100K from Impact yeah. because that's, those, are, they, those commissions, they don't make yeah. sense. Like $585. That's really a lot. It, it is. I, a, I never dude, it's, knew it. It's yeah. half a thousand dollars more. It's like almost six hundred dollars for for what? For referring one person to Shopify? Yeah, but they probably maybe got like a one year package, like the biggest. That's what I think. Like maybe not a monthly. I don't know, but God bless that person. I don't know who he is, but <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. Right, basically a random person you have never seen, or like he basically got you five hundred dollars. Almost sick. <laughs> so rare, almost sick, but it's so random to think about. Yeah, it really is. And he has no clue. He's probably using Shopify and like he maybe clicked your link just because it was convenient because it was under the yeah, video. Yeah, he has no idea. He's like, oh, that's this is a great video. Let me just sign yeah. up to Shopify. Oh, but easy. He has a link there. It saves me some time. Perfect. For your convenience. But hey, everybody's happy. You gave the right solution. Everybody is he happy. He clicked your link. Shopify is happy. They made some money probably. Exactly. And that's what we're about. It's a win-win-win situation. If you can find a win-win situation for everyone, that's when you're going to, as I like to say, the world is going to open up to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. Um, it's funny how it works. Dude, we had a, a coaching call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, we have a close community. We have a coaching call every week. Uh, I think last week was a very valuable coaching call. Whoa. I think it took almost one hour as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, a yeah some funny things, valuable things in there. Um, like maybe I'll I'll drop one that like stood like still in my yeah, mind. Yeah, let's talk about that like one. That's funny. a good one. Yeah, like for me it was quite funny to hear, but like I totally get the the question I got. So, like I for example, 
preach or say sometimes like I work like two hours a, a week yeah. to just stay in contact with my team. And once in a couple of weeks, I do some keyword research and that's basically it. So then one of our students asked me like, Hey, Ron, you said you only work two hours a week. Why don't you work four hours a week, a week to get double the results? That's what he said. And that would only be true if your time is linked to your actual earnings, yeah. which is something you would never want. Mm -hmm. The reason is if your earnings are tied to your time, you have a cap, you have a limit. You can only work 24 hours a day. So if you earn a specific amount per hour, you're limited. Mm -hmm. And that's not how you get wealthy, in my opinion. Right. So I said to him like, yeah, my time is not connected to my, to my output, to how much I earn. So if I work more, my earnings will stay the same. Or if I work less, my earnings will also stay the same. But of course, with our business model, since we have digital assets that are compounding over time, I'm certain like even if I work less, over time, it will still grow. Mm -hmm. And that's the ultimate way of leverage, basically. And I really preach to everybody to really understand that, to really like follow that, that method of leverage and not work for your time only. Like it's fine to work for your time, like especially if you enjoy it, but make sure you have an extra side income or something else that's making you money. Like maybe, maybe even stocks hmm. or, or something else that's keep making you money while your time is not invested in it. Like that's the yeah. way you should do it to get wealthy in my opinion. But I thought it was quite like a, an interesting angle or interesting question yeah. in a coaching call, but yeah, yeah it's, funny. it was very interesting for me as well, because it just shows the. To me, it shows the mindset, right? Like, yeah. like you said, if you're linking time to money and then you're just thinking, duh, if you're doing two hours and you're making, let's say, you know, three and a half K, why don't you work four hours and then you're going to make seven K. But of course, like you said, uh -huh. it doesn't work like that, right? So if you watching or listening to this right now have ever caught yourself thinking like that as well, I encourage you to really like, to like read first of all, but also think to yourself, like, is that really true? And, and, uh, and if you dig deep enough, you will find that is not true. Right. Because like, for example, oh, by the way, Charlie Munger passed away the last week. Yeah. At 99 years yeah. old. Oh, I was so disappointed. I was like, no, nice age though. Like it's, it's a fine age, but hundred would be yeah. cool, but 99 is as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah. rest in peace, yeah. Charlie Munger. Yes. He was an amazing and amazing human being. Right super wise and he gave us a lot of a lot of value but talking about warren buffett right you think warren buffett works 26 hours a day of course not because like the rich right they make the money work for them my dad always told me ever since i was a kid you have to learn that money makes more money and that's true right yeah. we're told, we talked about leverage before like you can leverage money in order to make more of it and that's basically what we're also trying to do with business so yeah and i think warren also saying like he, i just need to make like two good decisions decisions a year or something yeah. to make like even a, one a profitable year even one yeah so but it's also because he has so much capital yeah, of course. and leverage so that one decision can be like of course crazy, if like imagine if you have i don't know 100 billion dollars cash in your bank account right and then because that's what Berkshire uh, keeps, or maybe uh, more, I can't remember exact numbers, but like just ridiculous amounts of money, right? And then you're known to the world as the single best investor in the world, right? And then people come to you every day with proposals. Hey, I have this company, it's only 10 billion, would you like to buy it? Yeah. Hey, I have this company, it's only 20 billion, would you? Right, so people, you just get offers all the time, all the time. And yeah. so his job is just sitting there, sifting through all the papers, through all the you know numbers, 
and then looking for that one golden opportunity where he knows that the intrinsic value of the company is going to be more than the asking price. Yeah, but that's interesting. Like, I'm sure he had to create that kind of like uh, self-confidence. Because like when you start out, like maybe in, in, in the beginning, you don't have that, that legacy yet or like the, the track record yeah. yet. So then I'm sure like he made a lot of stupid mistakes, probably investing in companies, reaching out to him like the very, very early stage. Well, it's funny and because the actual Berkshire Hathaway company was his like loser. It was the biggest loser for him. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he stuck with the name to remind him to not invest in those companies. Yeah, but like a quick bridge to that, like, because I had a, a quote prepared as well okay. for the from the book. Like it's about one of my favorite from the Daily Stoic yeah. a book. But basically like it, referencing to Warren Buffett, but also like when you start like making or trying to make money online, there are many things you can do online. And maybe once you've started a certain business model, let's say uh, dropshipping or anything else, it's very easy to then like do it for a week and then try something else because you've seen a YouTube video yeah. preaching a new business model. That's the best one, the new one, new one out there that you need to try. And then you start that, doing that one for two weeks and like it's a shiny object syndrome basically. But when you do that, you will never actually get decent results because you can never actually deep dive into one specific business model and try to make it work. Like every business model can work as long as you put on enough hours, learn about it, study competitors and that kind of stuff. So I basically uh, sort of saying that I really like um, it's on page 23 of the Daily Stoic. I'm going to paraphrase it or like not quote it exactly because I have the book in front okay. of me. So basically to 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 what I think is very important if you want to become successful in life is do something like one thing and focus on it for like a pretty long time. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you're going to win. So basically the quote is like this, believing in yourself and trusting that you are on the right path and not being in doubt by following the myriad footpaths of those wandering in every direction. It is this state of mind uh, that pr produces tranquility. And it's basically in general, trust the process. That's mm -hmm. basically my saying, what I really like. Mm -hmm. Like eventually when you find something that resonates with you, um, stick with it and just stick with it long enough until it works and not trying to get like um, uh, yeah, disrupted or, or not disrupted, but like um, people are trying to get you out of your yeah. process basically, because especially now there's so much attention, so, so much things going on people are trying to get you off that path. Yeah. Like I'm seeing like a literal life path, basically. Yeah. People are trying to pull you off. And I think it's once you're able to resist those people pulling you off, you'll become better and better. And eventually you will reach success. So mm. that's something I wanted to share. Very interesting. I love that. <laughs> uh, on yeah. that note, I want to add, um, there was a saying, I can't exactly remember how it goes, but it's like, you basically want to be Okay, first off, before I say it, what's that thing called? I'm sure you guys are going to comment as well. Like uh, that you put on a letter when you're sending something, basically saying that you have uh, like a stamp. Seal? Uh, yeah, like you like, buy those little things. They cost like 50 cents, for example. And then like you can stamp. you can lick it and then you put it on the thing. It's a stamp, right? Yeah, that's a stamp. Okay. Yeah. So, and what's the, it's called an envelope, right? So basically, envelope, yeah. to what you just said is you want to be like an envelope, right? or you want to be like a stamp, you want to stick to the envelope until you get to the place where you want to go. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, actually, yeah, that's a funny, you know, one. so yeah. like, yeah, yeah, stick yeah. to it until you get to where you want to go. Oh, my God, dude, I was in Spain. 
and I was like exposed to a lot of different people from all different kind of walks in life. The amount of people I talk to, like different ones, has increased yeah. so much, and I love it because I'm a very like social person. So I was talking, dude. Most people are just they have no self awareness and they have no like clarity of thought. I'm reading this new book right now. It's by Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's called Be Useful, Seven Tools for Life. It's really interesting. I'm getting through it pretty quickly. It's it's, it's really nice. I've read also that book right there. Ooh, that book right there is also the Arnold Schwarzenegger book. Bum, total recall yeah. uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube. But yeah, and he's uh, basically saying that there's only two things that separate the people who make it basically and people who don't make it. Number one, self-awareness. Number two, clarity of thought. So if you think about it, coming back to the example that I was talking to all these people, I talk to these people and I'm looking into them like very deep in their eyes, right? I'm observing them. They're, they're saying something and I'm just kind of, I'm listening, but I'm also trying to like intuitively get a sense like, is this person for real? Like how legit is this person, right? Because that's a, this feeling. I haven't met a single person in Spain and Fuenjirola, maybe one, maybe one, but he was still also a little bit lost. But all the people that I, I, I met, they're just kind of delusional. They're like, oh yeah, man, I, I do these, I do this, I build websites, but I also do a little bit of social media. I do this, this. I'm like, dude, you're doing too many things. I'm like, you're doing, you're doing everything, but you're doing nothing at the same time. Yeah. You need to do one thing really, 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 really well. And then Yeah, but not many people know that as well. And I, by the way, I, I think you also talked to a lot of old people there because I was in Fungirola and there are a lot of old people. Yeah. But like I can also sense it a little bit when I talk to all the people as well. Like they had no self-development, not many books. Like when you're like 50, 60 now, you had books, of course, but I think like the self-development also with YouTube, it's like like it's going like crazy, like the past 15 years, maybe 10 years. So some people never had someone or read something that that like changed their mind or they're like, hmm, maybe I need to think about things differently. Like you also need to have someone maybe then in your life that is saying like, hey, maybe you need to focus on one thing. Like mm. it all depends on that as well. Like who are you uh, surrounding with as well? Yeah. And are you like reading stuff? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and also coming back to the Arnold book, it was like he, there was a, also a little thing that I noted down. He was saying, uh, basically succeeding is very addictive. Okay. Yeah. And the only limit you have is, is in your own mind, right? That's the only limit you have. And then I'm adding for myself is that anything that you can imagine, you can do it. Obviously, don't try to imagine yourself jumping from a rooftop yeah. and, okay, I'm trying to like, I'm talking common sense here, but anything you can yeah. imagine in your head, you can do it. If you can imagine yourself being a life coach or having a successful business or, or something like, you can do it. You just need to- Or just a side hustle. Like it can be anything basically. Yeah, yeah. but dream big and remember anything that you can imagine, you can do it but it's gonna take probably twice as long as you would expect it to be. If you think that it's gonna take you one year, for example, to get to $3,000 per month with a brand new faceless search YouTube channel, for example, right? Most likely it will take you two years. 
you know so yeah depends though a lot of things you're getting insights from. of course but a lot of things in life take longer than you think so you need to be prepared to like commit to something and i was talking also to another person about this is like committing to something is scary yes but it's also for me it brings pay like uh peace patience like uh a peace that's what i mean yeah. but okay maybe it does but think about this because i remember i was facing this like real like it was it was real it was like okay if i commit right now because i'm like all or nothing right you know me i'm like all or nothing and i was thinking okay well if i commit now to e-commerce that was back in my e-commerce days that means i will never be able to do anything else again I'm like, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> Bring it on. I'm ready to commit to e-commerce for my whole life, right? And I was, it's also important to, to tie your identity to the thing you're doing. So let's say that you're doing YouTube, right? Um, or you're doing e-commerce or whatever it is you're doing, or you're doing entrepreneurship in general, right? When people ask you, what do you do? How hesitant are you to say, I'm an entrepreneur? How I just say that how much, easier. but how much do you believe in it yourself and your soul? If it if it's gonna come off like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of like an entrepreneur, but like I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but it, it, yeah, you need to to be convinced about yourself. It starts as well, with self belief, man. It starts by saying yeah. identity. Who do you identify as or with or like, what is it? You know, are you a small, but it's also risky because if you lose that part of your, if, it, if you don't do that anymore, you lose a part of your identity. Like, cause I was also reading also books. I was also reading like, um, Russell brand. I think his name is, uh, this like very charismatic character uh, as well from the UK. And he has a book oh, and he yeah. has a book uh, on about recovery. Cause he's a, um, a recovered drug, drug addict. Right? Yeah, yeah, because he was on like heroin and all that different stuff. And and uh, he was talking about how, what was my train of thought again? Uh, I don't know, you started with Russell Brand, so I would, I don't know, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, because he, he was talking about when people ask you, hey, do you want a cigarette? Oh yeah, yeah. How do you respond to that? Do you say, oh, no, man, I'm trying not to smoke. I, I quit like uh, trying. Yeah. I, I'm trying not to yeah. smoke. I quit like a week ago, so I'm, I'm not I'm not going to do it. Thanks, man. You're saying I'm a smoker, but I'm trying not to be one and yeah. you're I'm resisting. What's the other approach? The other approach is to say, oh, thanks, man. I don't smoke. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. That's like the biggest difference. Yeah, like distancing you from the thing you don't want of to course be. you need to first in your own mind in your own identity say what am i and what do i stand for do i smoke or not make a decision if you don't smoke don't do it if you do do it and and <laughs> every minute and, and, and enjoy it <laughs> yeah, yeah. no but for real like yeah, if yeah. i smoke something i'm i'm you bet me i'm gonna enjoy it because <laughs> I've committed to it. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you like, otherwise it's a waste. Like it's probably enjoyment. Yeah. So. Oh my God, this was so yeah. funny. Okay, you guys, I'm going to share with you a little bit of personal story and then we're going to round up. When we were in Spain, Ron came and we went to, um, uh, for Ron's, was it your birthday when we went to that, those girls, girls were sitting there. Anyway, we were yeah. at the bar. There were some girls sitting uh, next to us and then they ordered us a drink. 
Yeah. Okay. And I was like, and I was in a party mode. I was like, let's go, let's send it. <laughs> and Ron didn't want to party at all. Cause he was like, ah, oh, I'm tired. I'm flying tomorrow, blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, ah, whatever. <laughs> it was a Tuesday for people listening. <laughs> in Spain, Tuesday is kind of like a Friday. So it's okay. Every, yeah, every yeah, day yeah, yeah. people there at 10 in the morning started with a little cerveza, which is of course a beer. But anyway, true. so then, yeah. <laughs> then when they did bring us the, the drinks, I'm like, Ron, we can't skip it. It's from the girls, man. We gotta, we gotta go. I'm like, come on, man. Let's let's take at least half of it. And they're like, it's with the girls, right? We can't we can't say no to girls. And then Ron takes a shot. He looks at me. He's like, half. He's like, no, motherfucker. We don't do half cents. We're gonna go all the yeah. way. <laughs> and then exactly. And I was like, okay, motherfucker, you wanna go all the way? Let's go all the way. <laughs> but nothing ever yeah, turned out of that. No, 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 because I need to fly early. But no, but like the thing is, that kind of things you need to commit. Like nobody is doing half shots. So then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but like, I think you need to have boundaries and like rules for yourself. And like, indeed, be very clear with those boundaries mm -hmm. and rules you set to yourself. Then it's also easier to stick to it because it's your identity, basically. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, you guys, if you uh, want Ron and myself to help you implement a YouTube search channel from scratch, whether you have, whether you're already doing YouTube automation or you have never made a single dollar dollar online, make sure to check out the free training down in the description of this video. It's going to be a very valuable one. By the time you're listening, watching this, I have already probably updated this, or you can also just reach out to me on Instagram. Let's have a conversation and we can see if we can help you. With that in mind, Thank you, Ron, so much for your time and energy. And thank you guys so Me much too. for watching, listening, and subscribing. And we will see you in the next week's episode. Ciao. Yes. Bye-bye.